This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recorded by Peter Yearsley. Domestic Cookery. Useful Recipes and Hints to Young Housekeepers by Elizabeth E. Lee. Section 11. Cordials, Wines, Vinegars, Pickles, etc. Peach Cordial Put a gallon of peach brandy into a wide-mouthed vessel, and five pounds of fine-flavoured peaches, cut from the stone. Boil five pints of water with two pounds of loaf sugar and a pound of peaches, till it is a clear and rich syrup. Pour this boiling hot on the brandy, and stir it well. Put in two dozen peach kernels, blanched and pounded, and a little mace. Let it stand three weeks covered tight, at the end of which time bottle it for use. It is a nice seasoning for cake. Quince Cordial Grate the quinces and strain them. To every quart of juice put a pound of loaf sugar and a pint of spirits. Boil, strain, and bottle it. Cherry Cordial Mash and strain the cherries, boil the juice, and to a gallon put two pounds of sugar and half a pint of spirits. The sugar should be boiled in it. Skim and strain. When cold, bottle it. Lemon Brandy Have a bottle three-quarters full of brandy. When you use lemons for other purposes, Pare off the yellow skin very thin, cut it small, and drop it in the bottle, till you get it full. Be careful not to put in any of the tough white part, as that will give it a bitter taste. Cork the bottle, and keep it to season cakes and puddings. Rose Brandy Fill a large bottle with damask rose leaves, picked while they are fresh. Fill the bottle with brandy or good spirits of any kind, cork it tightly, and set it away for use. It will bear filling up several times. Blackberry Cordial Mash and strain the blackberries. Put the juice on to boil in a brass or bell-metal kettle, skim it well, and to each gallon of juice put three pounds of sugar and a quart of spirits. Bruise some cloves and put in. This is valuable as a medicine for children in summer. Rose Water Gather the damask rose leaves. Have a tin pan that will fit under your warming pan. Wring a thin towel out of water, spread it over the pan, and put rose leaves on this till about two inches thick. Put another wet towel on top of the leaves, and three or four thicknesses of paper on it. Put hot embers in the warming pan, and set it on top of the paper, propped up so as not to fall. When you renew the coals, sprinkle the towel that is at the top of the rose leaves. When all the strength is out of the leaves, they will be in a cake. Dry this, and put it in your drawers to scent the clothes. Put another set of leaves in, sprinkle the towels, and so till you have used up all your rose leaves. Rose water is a very nice seasoning for cake or pudding. It should be kept corked tightly. Cologne 
Put into a bottle half an ounce of oil of lavender, one drachm of oil of rosemary, two of essence of lemon, two of essence of bergamot, forty drops of oil of cinnamon, and a little musk if you like it. Pour on it three pints of best alcohol. Blackberry wine. Gather the fruit when fully ripe, but before the sun has had time to dry the juice. Put it in a tub, and pour in clear cold water enough to cover it. Mash it to a pulp with a wooden masher. Strain it through a linen bag or towel. A deal of juice will remain in the pulp, which in order to get you must add some sugar to it, and boil it in your preserving kettle, when you may strain again, and will have little left but seeds. To every gallon of the liquor add three pounds of good brown sugar. Pour it in a keg, which should stand in a cellar or cool dry place. Let it stand two or three weeks, with the bung laid loosely on. As the froth works out, fill it up, with some of the liquor kept out for the purpose. French brandy in the proportion of a quart to five gallons is an improvement. At the end of three or four weeks it may be closely bunged and put away in a safe, dry closet, where it should remain undisturbed for a year, when it may be racked off, bottled, and sealed over. Gooseberry Wine Put three pounds of lump sugar in a gallon of water. Boil and skim it. When it is nearly cold, pour in it four quarts of ripe gooseberries that have been well mashed, and let it stand two days, stirring it frequently. Steep half an ounce of isinglass in a pint of brandy for two days, and beat it with the whites of four eggs till they froth, and put it in the wine. Stir it up and strain it through a flannel bag into a cask or jug. Fasten it so as to exclude the air. Let it stand six months, and bottle it for use. Put two or three raisins in each bottle, and cork it up. Currant Wine Pick and mash the currants, either with your hands or a clean block, in a tub. Strain them, and to one gallon of juice put two gallons of water and to each gallon of the mixture put three pounds of sugar. Stir it until the sugar is dissolved, then put it in a clean cask that has never been used for beer or cider. Put it in a cellar or cool place, and let it work out at the bung for several weeks. Have a gallon of it saved in a jug to fill up with, as it works out. When it is done working, bung it up. You may rack it off towards spring, or it will not hurt it to stand a year. If you want a barrel of wine, you must have eight gallons of currant juice, sixteen of water, and seventy-two pounds of sugar. Put in a quart of brandy after it has done working. If you can get a clean brandy barrel to put it in, it is better than a new one. Another way. Mash well together equal quantities of currants and water. Strain the juice, and to every gallon add three pounds of best brown sugar. Fill the cask two-thirds full, bung it tight, and put clay over. By this means the air is excluded while the process of fermentation is going on. The cask should be iron-bound. Rack it off, and bottle or put in demijohns the next spring after making. Elderberry wine, etc. 
To each gallon of berries put one of water. Mash them in a tub, and leave them two days, stirring them frequently. Then strain them, and to each gallon of juice put three pounds of brown sugar, and to every five gallons two ounces of bruised ginger and one of cloves, which tie up in a bag, and boil in the wine for an hour, and put it in a cask. When it is nearly cold, put in two spoonfuls of lively yeast. Let it ferment two days, and put in a pint of spirits with the bag of spice, and close it up. This is excellent as a medicine for delicate or elderly persons. Fill a bottle with elderberries with a dozen cloves, and fill it up with spirits. It is good to give children that have the summer disease. Mix a teaspoonful of it with sugar and water for a child, or a tablespoonful for a grown person. Ginger Wine Boil nine quarts of water with six pounds of lump sugar, the rinds of three lemons very thinly pared, and two ounces of face ginger pounded. When it has boiled half an hour, skim it, and pour it on the juice of two lemons. When nearly cold, add two spoonsful of yeast. Put a pound of raisins in the cask with half a pint of brandy, and half an ounce of shaved isinglass. Strain it in the cask, and stop it tight. Bottle it in six or seven weeks. Raspberry Wine Pick over the raspberries, and to every quart put a quart of water. Bruise them, and let them stand two days. Strain off the liquor, and to every gallon put three pounds of lump sugar. Stir it until the sugar is dissolved, and put it in a clean barrel or keg. At the end of two months, bottle it, and put a spoonful of brandy or a glass of wine in each bottle. Raspberry Vinegar and its Uses Put two pounds of raspberries in a large bowl, and pour on them two quarts of white wine vinegar. The next day strain the liquor on two pounds of fresh raspberries. Let this stand a day, and strain it into a stone jar. To each pint of the liquor put a pound of loaf sugar. Stir till it is dissolved, and put the jar in a saucepan of water, which keep boiling for an hour. Skim it, and bottle it when cold. This is used not only as a refreshing drink mixed with water, but is said to be of use in complaints of the chest. No glazed or metal vessels should be used in making it. Spruce Beer Boil some spruce boughs with some wheat bran, till it tastes sufficiently of the spruce. Bruise some allspice and put in. Strain it, and put two quarts of molasses to half a barrel. When it is nearly cold, put in half a pint of yeast. After it has worked sufficiently, bung up the barrel. To make two gallons of beer. Put two pounds of brown sugar in a jug with a heaped spoonful of ginger, and a pint of strong hop tea. Pour in a gallon and a half of warm water, and a teacup of yeast. Leave out the cork a day, then fasten it up and set it in a cool place, or if you bottle it, put two or three raisins in each bottle. Harvest Beer To make fifteen gallons of beer, put into a keg three pints of yeast, three pints of molasses, and two gallons of cold water. Mix it well, 
and let it stand a few minutes. Then take three quarts of molasses and three gallons of boiling water with one ounce of ginger. Mix them well and pour into the keg and fill it up with cold water. A decoction of the root of sassafras is good to put in beer. Porter beer. A pleasant drink in summer is to take one bottle of porter, five bottles of water, and a pint of molasses, or a pound of sugar. Make a spoonful of ginger into a tea. Mix all well together. Have seven clean bottles with two or three raisins in each. Fill them, cork them tight, and lay them on their sides on the cellar floor. Molasses Beer Take five pints of molasses, half a pint of yeast, two spoonsful of pounded ginger, and one of allspice. Put these into a clean half-barrel, and pour on it two gallons of boiling water. Shake it till a fermentation is produced. Then fill it up with warm water, and let it work with the bung out a day, when it will be fit for use. Remove it to a cold place or bottle it. This is a very good drink for labouring people in warm weather. To make cider. To make cider that will keep sweet for a length of time requires particular attention to all the points. All the works and utensils in use must be perfectly clean, so that nothing acid shall come in contact with the pulp or liquor while pressing. The casks should be cleaned in the following manner. After washing each barrel clean, put in a lump of unslaked lime, and pour in a gallon of boiling water. Bung it up, and roll the barrel several times a day, letting it lay with the bung down. In the evening empty out the lime water, and wash the barrel clean in several waters. After the water is drained out, burn a brimstone match in it, made of a piece of coarse muslin one inch broad and four long, dipped in melted brimstone. Light one end of the match and put it in. Put the bung on slightly so as to hold the other end, and allow air sufficient to make it burn. When the rag has burned out, drive in the bung to keep in the sulphuric gas, which, if allowed time, will condense on the sides. The apples should be kept under cover, and secured from rain. After they have laid to mellow for two or three weeks, select those that are sound, break off the stems and leaves, have the trough perfectly clean, and after they are ground, keep them from the sun and rain for twenty-four hours. Then press them, and fill into the casks. The first running is always the best. Each cask that is filled should be numbered, so as to know the quality. And after they are all filled, draw off and mix them, the weak with the strong. Keep the casks filled up with cider while they are fermenting. When the fermentation is subsiding, there will be a thin white scum rise slowly. When this is all off, lay on the bung lightly, rack it off in a few days, in barrels in which brimstone has been used, and bung it tight. Rack it off again in March, and keep the bungs in tight. To make vinegar. You may always have good vinegar for pickling and other purposes by taking a little pains. Get a tight whiskey barrel. If it is clean, you need not rinse it, and put into it ten gallons of the best vinegar you can procure, with one quart of whiskey and one quart of molasses. 
Every day for a week add a gallon of good cider that has not been watered, and shake the barrel each time. Let it stand in this state two weeks, shaking the barrel frequently. After this you may put in a gallon of cider occasionally, with any that has been left at table, or the settlings of decanters or bottles that have had wine in, but do not put in any water. It will make much sooner in the garret or warm place, but if the barrel is fixed early in the summer, you will have plenty to pickle with in the fall. Taste it so as not to add cider too fast. Have a vial with a string attached to it that you can put in at the bung. You should have a barrel of good hard cider before you begin to make vinegar. If you are in want of vinegar, fill a jug from the barrel and set it in the hot sun, where it will turn sour much quicker. It is a good plan to keep a jug in a closet, where you can empty all the slops of cider and wine, and when you get it full, empty it in the barrel. After the pickling is done, you can put as much hard cider in the barrel, a gallon at a time, as you have taken out, with a little molasses and half a pint of whisky. If you put too much of the latter in, it will prevent it from getting sour, but a little gives strength to the cider, and the molasses increases the acidity, and helps to colour it. If you should have any juice of cherries, currants, or blackberries, put it in, or if you can get cheap sour raisins, they will be an improvement to the flavour of the vinegar. A teacup of burnt sugar will give it a good colour. Vinegar made in this way will keep pickles good for several years. If the cider has not sufficient strength, it will take longer to make. To pickle mangoes. Pick your musk melons at a proper age, before they get too hard. Make a slit in the sides, and take out the seeds with a teaspoon. Boil a pickle of ground alum salt that will bear an egg, and let the melons lay in this a week. Then make a new pickle, and let them lay in it another week. Then wash them, and scald them in weak vinegar or sour cider, with cabbage leaves around the kettle. Put them in a jar, and put the vinegar and leaves in with them. Leave them two days, then wipe them carefully, and to two dozen mangoes have an ounce of mace, one of cloves, some nasturtions, small onions, scraped horseradish, and mustard seeds sufficient to fill them. Put them in your kettle with strong vinegar, and let them scald a few minutes. Then put them in a wide-mouthed jar, and pour the vinegar over. Have them covered close, and they will keep good for several years. Large green tomatoes make good mangoes, previously salted and drained, when fill them as other mangoes. For pickling mangoes with oil and vinegar. Cut a square piece out to remove the inside. Lay them in salt and water, nine or ten days, and afterwards green them as any other pickle. For stuffing, take two ounces of garlic, dried and pulverized, two ounces of horseradish, prepared as the garlic, two ounces of nutmegs, two ounces of cloves, two ounces of mace, two ounces of whole mustard seed. When the mangoes are large, put a small cucumber and two beans in each. Wipe each mango perfectly dry before the stuffing is put in. Sew each up, and tie twine around it. Then put them in a pot, and pour the pot two-thirds full of sharp vinegar. Pour sweet oil on the top till covered. 
the ingredients must be mixed with sweet oil. The spices, etc., mentioned, are sufficient for a dozen mangoes. Cucumbers Gather the cucumbers while they are small. Lay them in a jar with salt enough to make a pickle. Pour in a little water, and if there is not salt enough to cover them, in a few days put in more. At the end of two weeks put them in a kettle with cabbage leaves around and through them, fill it up with weak vinegar, and let them scald three hours. Put all in a jar for three days. Then take out the cucumbers, pour out the vinegar and leaves. Put them back in the jar with some cloves, peppers, horseradish and mustard. Boil some strong vinegar and pour over them. Small Cucumbers Wash small cucumbers from two to four inches long. Put a gallon of very strong vinegar in a large jar with mustard seeds, scraped horseradish and celery seeds, a small portion of each, and a teacupful of salt. Put the cucumbers in the jar. Tie them close. Martinas may be pickled in the same way, or in the old way of pickling cucumbers. To pickle cherries or peaches. If peaches, wipe them well with a coarse towel. If cherries, cut the stems half off, but do not stone them. Put them in jars, and to every half gallon of vinegar it takes to cover them, put a pound of sugar, and cloves and cinnamon to taste. Boil and skim it well, and when nearly cool, pour it over the fruit. For three successive days, pour off the vinegar, and boil, and pour it on again. Peaches. Pick out sound clingstone peaches. Lay them in salt and water for a day. Then wipe them on a coarse cloth. Boil up some strong vinegar with a little ginger, whole pepper, and mustard seed. Put the peaches in a jar and pour this over. White walnuts. Take full-grown white walnuts or butternuts before the shells get so hard as the pin will not run through easily. Put them in a jar. Boil a pickle of ground alum salt that will bear an egg, skim it, and when it gets cold, pour it on the walnuts. Let them lay in this ten days. Then make another pickle, as strong as the first, and leave them in it ten days longer. Then scrape each one carefully, until you get all the rough skin off. Wipe them with a very coarse cloth, and let them soak in cold water two days. Boil them in weak vinegar, and let them lay in this a week. Boil enough good vinegar to cover them. Mix together scraped horseradish, mustard seed, cloves, red pepper, onions, and garlic. Put a layer of the walnuts in a jar, and sprinkle the spice over. Pour the boiling vinegar over the top. English Walnuts Gather them when nearly full-grown, but not too hard. Pour boiling salt and water on them. Let them be covered with it nine days, changing it every third day. Then take them out on dishes, and put them in the sun to blacken, turning them over. Then put them in a jar, and strew over them pepper, cloves, garlic, mustard seeds, and scraped horseradish. Cover them with cold strong vinegar, and tie them up. Black Walnuts Gather the walnuts while you can run a pin through them. Boil them in an iron pot three hours to soften the shell. Put them in a tub of cold water. Hull and wash them, and put them in your jars. 
pour salt and water over them, and change it every day for a week. At the end of that time scald them in weak vinegar, let them stand in this three days, then pour it off, and for half a bushel of hulled walnuts have quarter of a pound of cloves, a teacup of mustard seed, two spoonsful of black pepper, a pint of scraped horseradish, two pods of red pepper, some sliced onions and garlic. Put these in the jars with the walnuts, and fill them up with strong cold vinegar. Pickled walnuts will keep for six or seven years, and are as good at the last as the first. Virginia Yellow Pickles To two gallons of vinegar, put one pound of ginger, quarter of a pound of black pepper, two ounces of red pepper, two of cloves, a teacup of celery seed, a pint of horseradish, a pint of mustard seed, a few onions or garlic, and three ounces of turmeric to turn them yellow. The above ingredients should be mixed together in a jar, and set in the sun by the first of July, tied up close, with a block over each jar to keep out the rain. Put whatever you intend to pickle in salt and water for two or three days, then pour boiling salt and water on them, wash them, and drop them in the jars of vinegar. You can pickle anything in this way but walnuts. The same pickle, by adding more vinegar to it, will do for two years. If the jars are set by a fire, a much less time will do to take the strength out of the spices. The turmeric should be tied up in a bag. Tomatoes Scald and peel a peck of ripe tomatoes. Lay them on dishes and strew salt thickly over them. Let them stand for twenty-four hours, occasionally pouring off the liquor that the salt extracts. Then drain them on a sifter, and gently squeeze them, as it is this juice that weakens the vinegar, and makes the pickles spoil. Take a large jar, put in a layer of tomatoes, then a layer of sliced onions, mustard seed, cloves, and white pepper, or whole black pepper. You may, if you like, break two pods of red pepper and put in each jar. When the jar is full, pour very strong vinegar over, and in a few days they will be ready for use, and will keep all winter. They retain much of the tomato flavour, and should be kept in a cool place. Another way. Take small round tomatoes when they are not too ripe. Stick them with a needle in several places, to keep the skin from bursting and let them lay a week in salt and water. Then wash them, and put them in a jar with some cloves, pepper, and small onions. Cover them with strong cold vinegar, and tie up the jar. Pepper Mangoes Take fully grown green peppers, cut a slit in the side of each, and take out the seeds. Make a strong brine, and lay them in it for three days. Then soak them in clear water a day and a night. Pack them in a jar, and pour boiling vinegar over them, with a piece of alum. Let them stay in this three days, when boil the vinegar again, and pour over them. When they are green, stuff them with chopped cabbage, mustard seed, cloves, horseradish, pepper, and a small onion in each. Tie them up, put them in a jar, boil fresh vinegar, and pour over. Observe always to have the kettle you boil vinegar in well cleaned. Never put pickles in common earthenware, as the glazing is poisonous. Onions. 
Peel small white onions and pour boiling milk and water over them. When cold, put them in a jar and make a pickle of strong vinegar, a little mace, ginger, white mustard seed, and horseradish. Boil it and pour over them. If you want them to be white, do not put in black pepper or cloves. Mushrooms Take the small round mushrooms that are pale pink underneath with white tops and peel easily. Put them in a jar with a little mace, white mustard seed and salt. Cover them with cold vinegar and tie them close. If you put in black pepper or cloves it will turn them dark. Nasturtions Have some strong vinegar in a jar with a little salt and as you gather the nasturtions put them in and keep the jar tied close. Cherries. Take sound morel cherries with the stems on and put them in a jar. Boil spices in strong vinegar and pour over them hot. Damsons may be done in the same way. A little sugar improves the pickle. Cabbage. Take firm heads of purple cabbage, quarter them, sprinkle them with salt and let them lay three or four days. When shave them fine, drain off the salt, and put them in a jar. Boil enough vinegar to cover them, with horseradish, pepper, and cloves. When nearly cold, pour it on the cabbage, and put in a little cochineal, tied up in a bag. It will be fit for use in a week. Another way. Cut hard cabbage fine as for slaw. Sprinkle salt through it, and let it lay under a moderate pressure for twelve hours. Then drain well through a colander, Slice a dozen raw onions, have a large jar in readiness, put in a layer of cabbage, strew in some of the onions, a few cloves, a teacupful of mustard seed, some whole black pepper, cut six half-ripe red pepper pods, and sprinkle in, add a little more salt, boil vinegar, and pour on sufficient to cover the mixture. Cut Cucumbers Slice large cucumbers lengthwise, do not pare them, then cut them half an inch thick. If you have small ones, slice them across, put them in a large jar, and sprinkle them well with salt. After standing a day or two, pour off the liquid the salt has extracted, drain them, and wash the jar, and put the cucumbers in alternately with sliced onions, mustard seed, white pepper, whole black pepper, and a few cloves. Pour over them strong vinegar, and tie close. Keep them in a cool place, but do not allow them to freeze in severe weather, as freezing spoils the flavour of pickles. When pickles do not keep well, pour off the vinegar, and put more on, but if the vinegar is of the best quality, there is little fear of this. Putting alcohol on over paper will prevent their moulding. Cucumber Catsup Take full-grown cucumbers, pare them, and cut out the lines of white pith, which are on three sides. Cut them in slices about half an inch thick. To six cucumbers put one onion, sliced fine. Then sprinkle them with salt, placing the fruit in layers, with salt between. Next morning, press the liquor from them, put them in small jars, and fill up with strong vinegar seasoned with pepper, mustard seed, and salt, if necessary. The small jars are recommended, as the cucumbers do not keep well after they have been exposed to the air. 
Tomato catsup. Take a peck of ripe tomatoes, wash and cut out the stems, but do not peel them. Put them over the fire in your bell metal kettle. Cover them and let them boil till soft enough to mash, when pour them in a colander placed over a pan. Drain them and throw away the liquid. Then mash and strain the tomatoes a few at a time through a ball sifter. This is rather a tedious process, but as the waste liquor has been previously drained off, the catsup will require but about twenty minutes boiling. Throw in the spices before you take it up, fine pepper and salt, mustard, and a few whole cloves, and sliced onions if you like their flavour. Allow a teacup of strong vinegar to each bottle of catsup, part of which may be put in with the spices, and the rest in each bottle on top of the catsup before you cork and seal them. Walnut Catsup Gather the walnuts as for pickling, and put them in salt and water for ten days. Then pound them in a mortar, and to every dozen walnuts put a quart of strong vinegar, and stir it every day for a week. Then strain it through a bag, and to every quart of liquor put a teaspoonful of pounded mace, the same of cloves, and a few pieces of garlic or onion. Boil it twenty minutes, and when cold, bottle it. White or black walnuts are as good for catsup as the English walnut, and will keep good for several years. Green Tomato Catsup After the tomatoes have ceased to ripen, slice and put them in a jar, with salt scattered through them. Let them stand two days, then drain them in a colander. Put them in the jars they are to remain in, strewing sliced onions, cloves, whole pepper, mustard seed, and one or two red pepper pods through them. Boil vinegar enough to cover them, and pour over. Tie them close, and put a plate on each jar. Mushroom Catsup Take the largest mushrooms, those that are beginning to turn dark, cut off the roots, put them in a stone jar with some salt, mash them, and cover the jar. Let them stand two days, stirring them several times a day. Then strain and boil the liquor, to every quart of which put a teaspoonful of whole pepper and the same of cloves and mustard seed and a little ginger. When cold, bottle it, leaving room in each bottle for a teacupful of strong vinegar and a tablespoonful of brandy. Cork them up and seal them over. Tomato Sauce Scald and peel a peck of ripe tomatoes. Cut them in slices, and lay them on a large dish. Cover well with salt each layer. The next morning put the tomatoes in a colander or on a sifter, and strain off all the liquid. Then mash them with a wooden masher, and to each quart put a pint of strong vinegar, two tablespoonsful of white mustard seed, a dozen cloves, a dozen grains of black pepper, an onion sliced and chopped, a tablespoonful of salt. If mashed fine, you can pour it out of wide-mouthed bottles. Put a tablespoonful of spirits in each bottle at the top, cork tight, and seal. If you prefer putting the sauce in small stone jars, put spirits on paper at the top of each. Spiced Peaches Take nine pounds of good ripe peaches, rub them with a coarse towel, and halve them. Put four pounds of sugar and a pint of good vinegar in your preserving kettle with cloves, cinnamon, and mace. 
When the syrup is formed, throw in the peaches, a few at a time, so as to keep them as whole as may be. When clear, take them out, and put in more. Boil the syrup till quite rich, and then pour it over the peaches. Cherries may be done in the same way. Mushroom Sauce Gather large mushrooms that have not turned black. Peel them, and cut off the stems. Put them in a pan, and strew salt over each layer. When all are in, mash them well. Then put them in a jar, put a plate on the top, and set it in a pot of cold water. Let it heat gradually, and boil for fifteen or twenty minutes. To each quart of the pulp, put three teacups full of strong vinegar, two teaspoonsful of powdered mace, or one of cloves, two of white mustard seed, one of black pepper. Put it in jars or wide-mouthed bottles, with a spoonful of alcohol at the top of each, and secure it from the air. This is by some preferred to the catsup. End of section 11. Cordials, wine, vinegar, pickles, etc.